2: it's now time for cannabis talk 101 with blue joe grande and mark and craig wasserman the pot brothers at law we're the world's number one podcast for everything cannabis
3: well hello and welcome to cannabis talk 101 the world's number one source for everything cannabis my name is blue alongside of me is the world famous joe grande
4: well thank you guys for listening to our podcast cannabis talk 101 all around the world make sure you check out our website CannabisTalk101.com. As you heard it, we are the world's number one source for everything cannabis. We've got so many great articles on our website right now. And we're just gonna put up a new article about E-Man, is an intern with us. And he's moving back mm. to the East Coast to start his life. And how he became very successful in Los Angeles with this internship. So congrats to you, E-Man. We gotta get that story we up. We miss you, bro. That's a joke. The story's not up. But E-Man, props to you for doing your internship with us and going back to the East Coast. Yes. We love you, brother. We got so many great things there. Call us up anytime. 1-800-420-1980. That's right. Make sure you guys check out our Instagram pages at Cannabis Talk 101. Blue is at 1 Christopher Wright. Hello. And I am at Joe Grande 52. Now, canna has the widest selection of cannabinoids. They carry products with all the cannabinoids you've heard. And you know what? Some you haven't. So go make sure you go check them out at cannaaid.com. Yes. On the show today, Blue, this lady's magical. Valerie Corral, the co-founder and the director of WAM, which started about 28 years ago, the W-O slash M-E-N apostrophe S, Women's Alliance for Medical Marijuana, the longest-running medical marijuana cultivative in the U.S., founded in about 1993 in Santa Cruz, California. WHAM serves chronically and seriously ill and dying members of their community with organic, non-GMO cannabis, grown in their collective garden. Now, they collect data, conduct research, and create cabinets, all kinds of great research to serve individuals with holistic approaches. As every person is unique in their own goal with their own levels and exploring healing potentials by developing personal relationships with each of the members through their practice of individualized treatment protocols. Nice. Which is a lot of work you guys are doing there, Valerie. When I was reading this and writing this, I'm going, they are doing the Lord's work heavily. But WHAM, I'm not done, folks. I'm not even done talking yet. WHAM is a patient-centric collective serving to relieve suffering. I mean, that's just beautiful right there, what you guys are doing. Valerie is also the acting director of WHAM's sister nonprofit hospice service program, Raha Kudo the Designed for Dying Project. Now, their hospice organization addresses concerns of our dying members and their families. Uh, you guys are making therapeutic quality, regeneratively grown cannabis products affordable and accessible to all, which is awesome, backed by decades of experience and compassionate care, community supports, and cannabis cultivation. Wham! Thera the they there how do you say that word valerie therapeutic i do like plant therapeutic phyto therapies, phyto so it's phyto, therapies. like plant therapy is a fully compliant uh, public benefit corporation dedicated to serving their members and the plants that we all share and love like i said to you guys before they have an environment Organic certified farm in Santa Cruz County, which is unbelievable to think you guys go that far to make sure people are getting that great of merit uh, of medicine with every purchase of uh, wham, flour, salve, and special formulated cannabis oils. This will help them provide low-cost and free cannabis to those in need. Like I said before, Valerie, you guys are basically doing the Lord's work out there, and, and and you deserve a great intro that just explains what you guys are doing rather than what you're doing, because all that being said, then I watched your story <clears throat> on your website, and you and Mike are just true soldiers in my book, seeing what, what you've done from your early ages of life and how you just walked and marched this and. And thank you so much for coming on the show. And Marina Bleach, and, uh, Bla- Bleach, is that it? Bleach. Bleach. Sorry, Marina Bleach is also with us. She's an advocate for cannabis for children who has a personal relationship to cannabis. And we're going to get to your story as well, Marina, as we touch in with you guys. But I wanted to start with you, Valerie. I- I'm originally from San Jose. I've seen a lot of advocates from Santa Cruz and seen the things that you guys are doing. And if I'm not mistaken, I do remember hearing about your mission early on, as I said, I'm from the Bay area, Mm -hmm. but you, I want you to share your story with the listeners because you literally went to jail for this.
5: Mm -hmm. Well,
4: You and Mike, like I said, this story before I just go to the website and tear down that article or the, the audio, Please share that elaborate story, Valerie. That was just so well said, and makes my mouth drop and heart hurt, and want to just hug you and all the same.
6: Well, I feel that hug. Thank you so much for that really lovely and attentive uh, introduction. Yes. Um, So you know, there there it's almost thirty years now uh, wrapped up in your really kind of well spoken synopsis. Right. Um,
4: it's uh 30, they, 30 years there.
6: Yeah, long yep. Yep, aging along with the you know the plants are regenerative and they come back every year, but you know I'm coming back a little slower. And I think I wanted to just start off by saying this is steeped in this movement is steeped in generations of social consciousness and social justice movements and so this what we're we are part of and we're part of um even 30 years ago there were already people doing it doing the hard work taking beatings for being a person of color going to prison still there um over cannabis a whole cultures were because of criminalization cultures were targeted and with an attempt to, um, to eliminate, to reduce the population, to criminalize a population, and to create more power in the hands of a structure that's really kind of all we have to do is look at the world that we're, you know, and how afraid our children are. We're going back to duck and cover days of the 50s. Um, you know, this is a it's steeped in a long history of social consciousness. So we were inspired to do the work. One, I got in a car accident in the 70s, found can I'll just briefly jump into it, found cannabis to be an effective and useful alternative to pharmaceuticals. My ex-husband, my then husband, Mike Corral, who this was all built with, and with all of our past members, the incredible heroics that were enacted by members who are facing death and criminalized, marginalized, mostly gay men to begin with. and um we I was taking pharmaceuticals. Mike read in the medical journal that laboratory induced seizures in mice could be mitigated with the use of, um, of high doses of cannabis of THC. Um, and turns out it was sativa, that's the one that worked for me. and turns out decades later, that's not so off. We those terms aren't used so much. Presently, or at least uh, the business is trying to get out of the use of terms. But I think holding terms in the way that people understand and can communicate is important. Nonetheless, that's what we did. We used cannabis um, and some years later, we were arrested for the, uh, we were actually arrested. We'd had interactions with uh, cops and that was in 1992, where we were finally arrested during um, zero tolerance and that began our endeavor along with, to join a movement uh, in San Francisco and Santa Cruz, where cannabis had been um, made the lowest priority, much like uh, uh, m- mushrooms or psychedelics are right now, um, plant plant psychedelics. And, and um, that started our campaign. And that started, we joined with other people, people, joined with us they heard about our success this was in the 90s and um just asked if we could help so that's a (laughs) rather quick synopsis in a few minutes but you know it's built to belabor the past it's all right everybody has a great one and we're all part of this evolution you know john trudell told me don't say revolution it's evolution
4: You know, it is when you say, and it's it's evolving and getting bigger and better. And you've been doing it so long and so crazy. I think you started this 28 years ago in Santa Cruz. I mean, where did that even come? The idea of going wham, like, let's, let's do this. The name, it was the acronym or the,
6: well, the acronym, you know, was just trying to come up with something that people could remember. And so, uh, WOMEN, I thought that I discovered the W-O slash M-E-N-S, but then it was actually Tim Leary who used it probably a a decade or two before. And um, it just was inclusive of men and women, inclusive of people. And it also kind of mucked up the, it just moved it around. It made you maybe think a little differently or kind of.
3: Valerie, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, what you're essentially talking about, you know, and, and, and I, you know, I don't know that, you know, and I'm not trying to insinuate that you're, you know, trying to take credit for, but in 96 is what you're talking about, if I'm not mistaken, is when the AIDS, you know, pandemic, I mean, epidemic, or or I forgot how they, 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 you know, um, framed it uh, was, was huge. And, and it's when the medical marijuana was was pers- uh, you know pushed into into office because I mean into legalization for medical marijuana because of the AIDS patients because they truly were using it for for, for medication. So if that's what you're referring, to, I got the chills up and down my 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 body right now because I know um, a lot about that because in that time and error, my family is has been in this industry my whole life and and we've always gave oh, homage sweet. to that story, you know, to that story. And, and yeah. so that's the truth. I literally, I've got the, 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 chills and I'm, I'm so, you know, I love that you have uh, been a pioneer in that, um, that movement because that's, uh, the, the, the movement that a lot of people that, that don't know, um, that got us here, right. You know, that, that group, right. your guys, yeah. yeah, your guys's group of individuals is, um, something special and near and dear to my heart. There would be no cannabis talk 101. one There would be no, uh, cannabis mm-hmm. industry, um, had the, the, the AIDS patients and, and people like Wim that have came out to, um, to support and, and fight for the rights of medical patients across the country. I, I, I mean, this is something that, uh, that I know about because, um, you know, my, my father was, uh, 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 cannabis, uh, a grower uh, dealer, uh, right. advocate, um, patient, um, all of those things himself. And he's educated me on, um, and then, uh, you know, and in, in God rest his soul, he's passed now, but, but, uh, you know, this is such a big part of cannabis history that I, I'm ex- super excited to hear more about you guys' story. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's dear to my heart. So I, thank you so much. I didn't, I didn't realize that you guys were part of that whole movement because uh, when you just- It's it,
4: funny, Blue. What, what Everything you're just, just saying is exactly what I was feeling when I did the research on you, Valerie. I go, oh, this is going to hit him right here in the heart. Yeah. This huh. is right up his family's alley. Yeah. This, I knew it.
6: This is where we want to connect, right? Because we live in a world that's so uh, frantic and so high paced. And what we really know about each other is that's important to, it's important to touch and to communicate and to recognize what's similar. It's, you know, especially during times of, of hardship and, and, and uh, challenge and difficulty and really frightening times. When people are sick and suffering, they're often isolated. That's where our story came from. So when you talk about, blue, when you talk about this, your work, your your family work, your the legacy of our families, how we're raised and what we are able to hold and how we discover it, the, the tools that we're given to discover, to engage in life and to recognize that we're all human, we're all frail. To, today, you're a hero. Tomorrow, the guillotine. Yeah, Just right. today, especially today, right? Where Wham really, you know gay men, gay the queer community had already been met with so much, abuse and suffering and stigmat stigmatization, <clears throat> stigmatization then the aids epidemic the blame yeah. for being what yeah. oh and now you get blamed we don't blame you for cancer but we blame you for for disease and it's it's a phenomenon that's that's really was um, magnified and highlighted because so many people were dying. And so Dennis Perone, there was already a, um, a movement afoot that had started early in the 70s with the investigational new drug. That's a whole other topic, but those are the, the ended up being the, I think, 13 uh, legal patients in the United States. And that was around AIDS, started around AIDS. Correct. But that's a, the investi- IND program for cannabis. And um, Bob Randall, LV Musica is still a, a patient who's a lot. People who have uh, took the medical piece of it and made it um, available within the context of the federal government. Some 50 years later, now that it's legal, but if you look, it wasn't really, isn't really the medical, the part that, that is profound, what's profoundly important about it is that Medical is necessary. It is necessary to reduce suffering in other people, wherever we see it. But more so, it is the responsibility of our government, of corporations, of our our nation state to reduce harm wherever we see it, not to cause harm, just like doctors, right? So, So when as this piece has moved forward to go 30 go through time, 50 years, 30 years, 50 years with the IND, 30 years since the cannabis movement uh, medical marijuana movement began in, in, in publicly sure. in, in uh, California. Um, and we fast forward and we see now that we're here in this century looking at the fact that people who are the sickest, who require access to the best medicine, to the precise medicine, to not not just, I'm very grateful where people give away medicine and share it yeah. and they get an equity support. That's beautiful, but it's often not what people need. So if we look at uh, Marina's daughter, Kaya, who's a longtime time WAM member, and now Marina is so much more. Marina is like my right hand and left foot, and she's some remarkable person who's sometimes up all night for days, her and her husband and family with their daughter, this incredible child, and then present to help build, maintain, and sustain WAM so that we can move into this new incarnation of WAM phytotherapies in this commercialized, it's so, so hard, commercialized... Um, market, yeah. Market uh, corporate place. structure. So she's helping me do that. But here we are, and I just let me... I'm sorry to be chatty about this piece. It's so important. Poetic. Um, people are not getting what they need. The sickest people and the people who, whose, this whole movement, it was built off their lives, off their suffering. The equity is not serving, really serving, the brown and black and criminalized people in the way that it can either. We, <laughs> What does it mean to create equity? We have to do it here and we have to demand it, okay.
3: Well, listen, Valerie, I I, I do want to say, you know, thank you so much for this. And when we come back uh, more with Cannabis Talk 101, we'd like to hear from Maria and the rest of you guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back
2: after this break. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to Cannabis Talk 101. Welcome back to
3: Cannabis Talk 101 with Joe Grande and Mr. Blue, myself. Joe, I think you got something for us
4: here. Well, yes, if you're looking, Blue, for a high-quality seed, head to RocketSeeds.com or on Instagram at Rocket underscore seeds. For a trusted cannabis seed, Rocket Seed is a trusted source for thousands of quality cannabis seeds at a fair price. So head to rocketseeds.com right now. Yes, we got Valerie Corral, the co-founder and the director of Wham out in Santa Cruz, California. And she talked about her right hand, left foot, right foot and little God. tail feather oh, God. Marina. <laughs> <laughs> oh you're said,
5: putting me on the spot here. <laughs> if
4: anybody could drop it like it's hot, it's Marina.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So
4: and with, when she gave me that credit Marina, I was like, wait a minute, Valerie, We don't give people that much credit unless they deserve it. Not only that, Irina is an advocate for cannabis for children because not only do you handle your business, apparently you got something that one of your own child deals with, with cannabis. Would you like to share about that, please?
5: Yes, absolutely. My daughter, Kaya Blight, she is now 12 years old. Um she started having seizures at 11 months of age. Turns out she had uh, Dravet syndrome. She was misdiagnosed for the first three years of her life. Um, a lot of people, if they're not aware, they usually think, oh, epilepsy. Oh, they have epilepsy. But Dravet syndrome, which Kaya has, is actually a rare, severe um, epilepsy uh, that starts in childhood. Um, normally it's due to a mutation, which is a CSCN1A mutation. And you actually don't have to have the mutation to have Dravet syndrome, Um Gervais syndrome seizures are often hard to control and are often resistant to epilepsy medication, which is pharmaceuticals. Uh, For that reason, people with Gervais syndrome may have a poorer prognosis than people living with other types of epilepsy. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Charlotte's web, a sure. uh, little Charlotte figgy, uh, dear friend of mine, Paige figgy, her mom, her little daughter had Dravet syndrome and we're a tight community. We, a lot of people share a private Facebook accounts and we share um, information. We bounce ideas back and forth. What kind of strain we're using? Uh, what oils are we using and anything really to help our children and um, I was, to be honest with you, I was I was really, really scared to say that my daughter was using medicinal cannabis 10 years ago because sure. I did not want CPS knocking down my door and taking my daughter away. Um, because of Valerie, I can honestly say Valerie has saved my daughter's life. Uh, we were on 20 plus anti-seizure medications at one point and... She went cold blondeness four times she was airlifted three times and you know what do you do as a parent you're yeah. you you're just you, what do you do you, what do you do you cannot trust Western medicine you have to find a, a different source like what do you do um I was on I, I was actually watching the news with my husband one night and Charlotte Figgy came on tv yeah right. and they were saying how this cannabis was helping her daughter and i'm like what well how how am i going to give that to my daughter where do i get a hold of that how what am i she's going to smoke it my old can't right? smoke that's the first thing you what, think what of you, marina right yeah, yeah. exactly so normal <laughs> i'm like how am i going to get a hold of this like what do i do how I old was your daughter at the time start. she Months was old? She was 11 months old when she first started having seizures. We actually didn't get cannabis until she was two years of age because we were, again, mis- misdiagnosed. We did right, no, right, not right, know okay. what to do. Um, the doctors pretty much said, you know what, you've tried every drug out there. We don't know what else to give you. But here's a medical re- cannabis recommendation, prescription, just in case you do get caught with cannabis. You know, at least you have a prescription or a, a recommendation letter. for, the, you for go. your daughter or for you? For no, for my daughter. Okay, I just want to and be then, clear because I okay. Yeah, yeah. For my daughter. And at the point at the, at that time, okay, now we're talking almost 10 years ago. At two years old
4: she had her medical card.
5: Yeah, she had her medical God card. Bless. How, however however, the doctor did not know where what to prescribe her. So what they gave us, they gave us a recommendation and says, here you go. You go get your medicinal cannabis anywhere you think you can get your medicinal cannabis. And I was That's living fair. in Santa Cruz at the time. And I didn't know where to start. Honestly, I started flipping through the yellow pages. Mm. You know those thick yellow books 10 <laughs> Yeah, years ago? Yeah, That's yeah. what I started to do. I started flipping oh. through the pages. And I came across a doctor in Santa Cruz that were um, advertising medicinal cannabis. So I went to him and he told me, I don't know anything about um, pediatric, pediatric medicinal cannabis, but I know someone who does. Let me call her. And it was Valerie Corral. It was a good friend of his. And he called her right on the spot. I walked into his office. He called her and she answered the phone. She says, yes, you know, send them my way send them my way I went to Valerie getting out of my getting out of the doctor's office I drove straight to Valerie Carell's office and on my way there my daughter had a a seizure Mm -hmm. and you know I was holding my daughter my husband and I we were carrying her into Valerie Carell's office and Valerie just let us sit down with her let us vent we were crying by the end of the visit she sent us home with with oils with cannabis oils and she gave us instructions my daughter used to have thousands of seizures thousands I'm talking thousands in one month
3: are they are they when you say seizures like that you know just for frame right are, you know are they are they micro seizures or massive seizures
5: How- so so she was having every type of seizure that you can think of. She was having chronic um tonics, grand malls, petite malls, absence seizures, drop seizures
4: and she had Gervais. It, yeah. Is. She
5: you just you just she couldn't we couldn't get a uh, control of her seizures whatsoever.
3: And is she completely oh. um uh, immobile?
5: N- now, now yeah. she is.
3: She is. Oh, really?
5: Yes. Now wow, she is.
3: Fantastic. Um,
5: she's able to um, communicate. Um, I mean, if you see Dravet children, you know some of them can't walk. Some of them. Some of them are in feeding tubes. Are you right. familiar um, with? Are some you
3: familiar? Them- Sorry to cut you off, uh, uh, Maria, uh, Marina. Uh, is are you familiar with um, Sadie?
5: Sadie. Yeah, she b- sounds familiar. Brian.
3: Brian's her her dad. Um, the the Sadie. She's. Um, Complete. She's she. You know. I, I. She's a good friend of the show. She's been on the show many times and and Jaden
4: too. Jaden's journey. Huh?
5: Uh, he's a friend of mine. Jay, yeah, Jason um is a friend of mine. Jayden, yeah, Jason, yeah, um, friend of mine. No, that's
4: Harper.
3: That's and little... his
5: son, Jaden, is his son. Yeah, he has Treve also. There's, yeah, there's Jason is
4: a good friend of ours of the show as well. And, and and I used to actually randomly party with him when we were younger in San Francisco. Oh, he's a great. Random.
5: He's he's a wonderful, caring dad. Also a huge advocate for children and just anyone in need. Little also. Harper,
3: little Harper as well. I believe I know Harper. Yeah, yes. I, 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 you know, we've had Harper on the show many times. I think she was the first for us. It was the first youngest child um, to be on our show. And, and it was kind of um it was actually, I think we got a pr- uh, big press on that in about two- I know th- Huh?
5: Yeah. I, I know them through like Facebook and you know, everybody kind of knows each other
4: sure.
3: through
5: Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Marina. Uh, so after 10 mm-hmm. years
4: now, Marina, 10 years now of using cannabis on your child, that's 12. What have you seen and what is your anecdotal evidence preach for people out there?
5: You know, um, I know that it's not what it's, it's the stigma, you know, people think and continue to think, you know, you're, you're getting your child high, you know, how is that going to affect your child in the long run? I can tell you what it's doing and I can tell you what children that are on heavy medication, what it's doing to them. Um, you know, we have, because of the cannabis, honestly, I can say we have a good quality of life. Um, she's happy, you know, we keep her, we try and keep her happy. And, and, and she's not, you know. I mean, she's. I believe she she does suffer when she has her seizures, but you know, her recovery time is phenomenal. Like you would never think that she was having she had a seizure that day because well, it, of her recovery time.
3: And I think the 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 main thing I, f- I think for for you know and and tell me if I'm speaking out of turn, but it's not that it's you know it's just a better quality of medication. Right? Is is that what you're well, saying, or or are you saying? Absolutely,
5: absolutely. Right. Not a I cure. Mean, yeah. It, not, it, 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 I can. T- it's it's. So let me tell you this, okay? When Kaya was on the severe anti seizure pharmaceuticals, sure. She was a zombie. My daughter was a zombie. Even when she was, you know, having the seizures, and after recovery, she contented. She was just a zombie with cannabis you know it doesn't stay in your system it builds up your cannabinoids so therefore it's (laughs) able to fight off you know any pain a lot quicker and recovery time it seeps out of your system You're, you're not high you know all day long it just comes out of your system within five to six hours sure it doesn't give you that you know that effect that a phenobarbital the a barbitual would give you if you're on a barbitual i mean anybody that's an adult can explain to you what that the side effects feel, feels like
4: Oh, I'm coming oh. off them i know oh had it, ankle surgery recently it's terrible yeah
5: oh my god it's it's like why why do you, and i continue to ask myself this why do doctors give you that, why didn't they give us cannabis from the beginning? Why was that the last choice? I don't understand. I have a friend from that is a Kiwi. She's from New Zealand. And she's, they have a reverse approach. You know, they go to their medicinal herbal doctors first before they give right. you pharmaceuticals. I, I don't understand why here in America, it's just so upsetting. I do believe that Western medicine does heal like it, it, it treats Emergencies, yes, but it doesn't get to the root of the problem. You, you know, yeah.
3: you know what you, you, you know, sorry to cut you off on this, but you know, I, I thoroughly agree with you on that. So I think there's a me there's too. a time for uh, comfort care when I mean when you're just so blown out, like you, you're you're on your way out, and you just need that extra boost of Western medicine. I could say that you know on there's a comfort care period of time where you know mm-hmm. what make me a zombie because it, that's the most humane thing for me to be, but. And I and I say that respectfully. I don't mean to hurt anybody. That's you know one has an addiction. Well, your
4: dad and my dad both by both of my parents went out that way, so we can say stuff like this. yeah. Well, we, yeah, you know, and that's I,
3: and that's my point is I've I've I watched my you know my my father you know dying with cancer, um, advocate of cannabis. You, you know, at one point in his life says, look, I don't want any more of this. You know, medicine. No more oxycontin. No more Vicodin. No more anything. I just want cannabis, mm-hmm. right? And then I'm giving him and I'm like, yeah. first of all, I'm scared because i'm going dad you can't just stop taking these pills you gotta you know and he's like i don't give a shit i'm dying give me you know edibles watch me me." yeah you know what i mean so here i am you know telling him this and then and i and i'm only sharing this for the listeners that 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 still have that question in their heart and their mind you know because and 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 for everyone is different and this is not medical advice um but but you know very important that you know is that You know, he he took that cannabis and just decided to take cannabis instead of the Oxycontins, the Vicodins and everything else. Mm -hmm. And then at one Mm -hmm. point, at one point in his hospital bed, though, you know, it it was like, give him morphine, give him everything, give him whatever he needs to, to make him more comfortable. Right. Because he was in that much of a of a switch and i think there's a lot of people that are lost in that translation i think feel like you ladies are 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 helping that stigma and pushing that that narrative and 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 sharing that through your child and 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 these things are so powerful for every woman man and child they could one hear a voice or two that hasn't heard it yet um so i i want to tell you ladies that thank you for your fight and and um and everything that you do it doesn't go unrecognized um, and when, mm-hmm. we come, when we come back, I want to hear more about these stories. This is Cannabis Talk 101. We'll be right back after
2: this. We'll be right back with Cannabis Talk
7: 101.
2: welcome back to cannabis talk 101
4: we'll turn your typical into something special when it comes to infused products the flavor you taste should be just as enjoyable as the feeling you experience visit the websites at loran oils.com now we're sitting here you guys with valerie and marina and as we just went to break Marina, you said you wanted to share a story about Valerie, which, by the way, thank you to Marina, and everything you said. Absolutely.
5: Absolutely. And I did want to circle back to what you were just saying about your father and how when you're in so much pain, you're like, you know, I don't care. Just give me the cannabis. Give me, you know, whatever takes that pain away. You don't want to take that OxyContin. You don't want to take those pharmaceuticals anymore. But do you know how many hundreds of people we get at WHAMP? saying that it's like i almost feel like they come too late to us like valerie has gone through hundreds of when patients with when they come to that stage and i'm always like why don't they just come to us a little sooner like give them a fighting chance why don't they just come to us sooner before they get to that stage of their of their pain and their life sure. at their end of their life sure
3: You know, it's it's, it's so true. I mean, you know, and, and I just, you know, since we're talking about, I say my father's name, his name's Raymond Wright. And, you know, like I said, on his... Deathbed, you know, there, there, there. If we had more people that were doing what you, you guys are, are teaching, you know, there, there would be opportunity, and there should be education about how this works for people, because you should definitely have a choice whether you want to use cannabis for your, um, you know, your your illnesses, or you want to use oxycotton and, and 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 or Vicodins or or whatever. I mean, it should be your choice.
5: Absolutely. But,
3: but it hasn't been. Absolutely. But it hasn't been, and starting to. And again, it goes back to, and I'll circle back to 1996 when the, the uh, you know, the AIDS and the, the different uh, clinic, you know, the, the, the patients, the different patients that had AIDS that uh, were coming out and and going to the hospital and saying, listen, this is something that I need for my illnesses. And they were speaking out. And then now, finally, like you said, 30 years later, here we are. And, and we're still having this unfortunate fight over whether or not it's, you know, uh, should be used if it's illegal, whether it should be, you know, for medical purposes or, or whatever. And, and uh, again, I appreciate you ladies for sharing this with uh, our listeners and, and the world, because it's it's not easy to one, be that person. And two, um, to, you know, actually live and, 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 and put your time and energy into this. I mean, you know, to help others, because what we're doing right now is we're sharing a story that may help one person. And if it's that one person we can help, we've done our job. So thank you guys so much again. That, is, that is awesome. Yeah. So. And,
4: and, and all that being said, you guys, I know um, the website, W-A-M-M-P-H-Y-T-O-T-H-E-R-A-P-I-E-S dot O-R-G. And uh, that's where you'll see Valerie on there doing her thing and just the videos and so much about what she's done in her work where i mean valerie you can just go on and on about you and then to think about everything that you've done marina and are doing and living and going through is just breaks my heart hurts my heart I Just want to support and cheer you on and mm-hmm. pray for you and your family and just the advocate but the struggle of advocacy i mean were you even a cannabis fan marina before no. you realize cannabis would save your no. daughter's
5: life? Uh, you know, it's not that I ever had anything against it, but even my own mother being a Mexican growing in a rough neighborhood, my mom would always say, hey... You know the marijuana is for the cholos. You yeah, know it's no for the gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd it's you for the up, cholos. Right? Yeah, in Salinas, Selena. Salinas, oh. California. So, uh, so you I'm guys, San Jose. So you guys no. remember so, uh, so, San Jose so, boy? So, I get it. So yeah, I don't
3: know how yeah. old, I don't know how old or young you two ladies are, but you guys remember uh, Joe? I'm uh, most, uh, yeah. What is it, Big Joe uh, from the doghouse?
5: Oh, oh yeah yeah uh, that was
3: yeah i, yeah, I remember that a st- well, he's station
5: on,
4: he's on the street. So, yeah i used to work at wild 94.9 out there that's right you guys are from the bay area so i did a morning show called the doghouse back in the day that's with right. me elvis and jv in hollywood big Joe run and uh we, we did a big morning show out there of all the crazy stuff so yeah that's funny i forgot about that Blue, thank you for-
5: I I read about it on your crack. website. Yeah, I was reading about it. Tonight. Joe's
6: crazy. He's I wanted to circle back for a second because we're talking like we there's us and we're talking and we have this we're simpático we have this shared experience that we know and when, when we talk about um, human suffering and we and our families watching the people that we love. Um, going through an experience that we cannot we can't alter the outcome, but we can change and provide we can change the feelings around it and maybe soften the suffering, maybe lessen it and contribute to that. That's the people who built Wham and built and this incarnation of WAM phytotherapies. It's probably the the most rewarding piece of all of what we do it because it isn't money for sure is the ex- shared experience with each other so that what when we speak to one another we're in this context especially we're f- focused on the, what, what's the the message that we want to share with each other and i think the most important thing for us is to it's being kind to each other. Even Everybody gets mad. Everyone fails. Everyone gets pissed off. Everyone makes mistakes. You can be mea culpa or you can move on. What we have to offer is kindness because not every time can we relieve somebody's suffering. We, we built our organization, we say, from seed to deathbed because we're there through the whole process and we're mm. committed as, as we can be. What the difference is is that when we notice what people need and we listen to them, they tell us and that's the story that's taking the time talking is so important and listening is profound that's where you find out how I'm you or you you're like me we like we we have of course we have our cultures and our differences and celebrate and honor and respect those and not and recognize what that the common thread is our vulnerability and human suffering and how we meet each other and what we do about lessening it.
3: Well, well, you know, if, if you, if you listen to someone long enough, you know, you, you will, um, they will tell you what they want, what they're doing, what they're doing and and, and why they're there. Um, you know, yeah. And and it's, it's, it's very difficult because a lot of people, you know, um, don't know how to listen and, and, and because they're only looking for what they want or what they, you know, what they have or what's, what's right in front yeah. of them. Um, uh, but through that process, I just, I just want to share, you know, that, you know, how can people, you know, uh, participate, help get, get help from you guys. Uh, how, how, how can people actually, you know, um, link up with you or, or support what you guys are doing out there? Cause it's, it's amazing.
6: Well, we're going to start a delivery service because we haven't been able to, ha- we don't have enough funds to open the dispensary and community center because they're two things that have to be together. It's not, they're not separate. We have to have a space for people to be. And so that we can be, know, we can communicate, create community around that and cul- the culture of community and around sick people, people who are sick and dying and not only, but um. And we are. You can get to us through our website, Wham Phyto Plant Therapies. Phytotherapies. We changed that. Can I get have a second to say why we changed that? The term medical marijuana is obviously near obsolete. There's a legalization that's going to push and has pushed medical away. The pharmaceutical industry, as it capitalizes on all as much as it can on plant medicines, will do that too. So we're we are. Available through our website and hoping, hoping to reopen our dispensary soon. In the meantime, there will be a delivery service. And we have a phone number, but it's a lot of people to get the phone number out to. It's still on our website. You can call us if you want. WAMphytotherapies.org.
4: Is that good? That's great. You know, everything about that is fantastic. Is there anything else, Marina, that you, you want to get out there?
5: Um, Yeah, I just want to say also to the Spanish community, you know, because we don't get enough. I think it's because a lot of them are nervous or scared because they're not, they don't have their green cards and their children are suffering and they don't know how to get a hold of the oils and they don't want to get them or take them because they're scared. Our community needs it. Our community, I mean, my goodness, they work, you know, there in Watsonville, there in Salinas, we're so close and they work the land, they get, you know, they ha- they're they contaminated with pesticides, they end up having these poor kids with chronic illness, autism, seizures, and it's like, if they only knew that cannabis oils could really help them, you know, and no questions asked, it's all donation-based, we could help give them the oils for their children or even for themselves if they're what, suffering from the any things? chronic illness.
4: What other elements, like, for instance, let me just go personal for myself. Let's just say I'm a parent with two little kids, Mm -hmm. one, seven, one, nine, Uh, focus off on the nine-year-old a little bit, doctors recommending, maybe a pill, maybe this to focus better. Is there something, Valerie or Marina, that you guys would say for your average child that's, you know, normal student at the school? Um, she is a normal third grader but being said could use a focus pill so to speak is there something that you guys recommend that's a uh, on the wham uh, website or, or do you, is that something that you guys sit down with families and talk yeah about?
6: yeah we want to talk to people because nothing there's no single medicine that works and really there's it's often it's often um, every you know it's everything that changes us and helps us but people can manage what they can do in a moment we're just really talk with each other and we could have we can do that
3: well ladies we so oh go ahead go ahead
5: No, I just, we, we, you know, not everybody, it's not one size fits all. That's what Valerie's trying to say. We really try and get to the root of the problem. It's not just like, here, just take this and it'll solve it. No, it's, we want to know your environment. We want to know what you're eating. We want to know, you know, what kind of stress, I mean, we will talk to you. We will listen to you.
3: You know, I, it's funny because I think that has a lot to do with healing, right? I mean, uh, that that people that people don't even realize, like, you know, so I, I was reading something or watching something online, and, and, you know, the guy said, you know, he said, and he was in a great shape, and he said, I was like, way out of shape, and... And there was a point where I realized myself as a, as a, uh, you know, a vessel and a, and a spirit. And once I realized myself as a spirit and I realized that food is, is not a, um, you know, it, it cannot affect me. Right. Uh, it can only help or dis or, or, or not affect me. It's, it's up to me whether I let it affect me or not. Right. Cause I guess he had, you know, fasted for 40 days and, you know, went through these spiritual, you know, uh, revisions in his life and, I think there's a there's a place for people to to you know know that one if there's people to listen to you people to give you good medicine um, that that's natural that that you know can yeah. that, that can heal they can they can do all kinds of things and also and I think it's a meditation you know practice that you know and we're self medicating when we're doing this so we know our body's just naturally saying oh I need this right now um, and it helps you and, and there's so many things that I think people don't understand about the plant that that only people that have you know done it through anecdotal evidence can explain to people um mm-hmm. it, it's it's uh, it's a beautiful thing so, but listen Liz, I, I do want to take you guys into what we call the high five and uh this is fun five fun questions that we uh we run through with you guys uh so are you two ladies ready sure okay are you guys familiar with it it's not multiple choice i take it no but it's valerie Just it, we'll start with you oh, valerie and then we'll go to marina Question number one of the high five. How old were you the first time you smoked and where did you get it from? Valerie?
6: I got it from my brother and he came back from Vietnam. Wow. And I was sitting in the room because, you know, we all sat in a circle and passed a joint, but I didn't even make it the second round. It was a very um, powerful Um, Cannabis. (laughs) How old were you again? I was, um, I think, I was seventeen. Yeah, sixteen. Santa Cruz. In Reno, Nevada. Oh, Reno. Reno. I like Reno. Yeah, I lived in Reno for seven years. I'm from San Francisco. I'm fourth generation San Francisco. Grew up in San Rafael, and then went to to reno which was good it's good it's was a humbling experience yeah going from the big city
4: then to san rafael that beautiful view every day oh my god then to go to reno yeah i thought i was going to ride a horse to school right you're like "Ah,
6: oh this is going to be the wild west it was just what this is but you know but many of the those experiences um inform us of what what we want, how we want to grow our lives, what we don't want, what doesn't fit.
4: And well, passion to help people from San Francisco and Marina, and then going out to out there it, you know, do a little bigger more land, let you find yourself out there as well. I see I yeah, see the whole sure. pattern there for sure. you. Yeah, what about you, Marina?
5: Really quick, I was uh, was thirty years ago. I was fifteen years old. I got it from one of my cholo friends, and I was still in high school.
3: <laughs> your mom said, "Your mom said yeah. that's for the cho- cholo friends." You <laughs> got mom- it from his homeboy, little Rob. <laughs> yeah, your your mom said it was for the cholos. You're like, oh, I like the cholos. Those, <laughs> those boys are cute. Got it over <laughs> there. In- <laughs> don't
4: yeah, don't tease
3: it. me with a good time. Question number exactly. two. By, by the way, way Marina, mom, here we go. You know,
4: yo. five. <laughs> Valerie is the co-founder and director of Wham at a Santa Cruz, California, marina and advocate for cannabis for children. What is your favorite way to use cannabis, Valerie? I like to smoke it. Nice. Out of a joint? Yeah, yeah. Nice.
6: But I, I these are quick and nice. And I know the person who made the oils. Of course, this is through our, some of ours. So it was, yeah. Santa Cruz finest.
4: Yeah.
5: Yes, You know. It's just the. I used to love going to Santa Cruz
4: and scoring up there, Marina. What about you?
5: Fastest way to get rid of any pain whatsoever is to smoke it.
4: Yeah, smoking it. It's true, and a joint as well.
5: Yeah, joint, joint is my favorite.
3: There it is. Question number three of the high five: Craziest place you've ever used or smoked cannabis, Valerie. Um, I think,
6: um bringing it into Paris and smoking it on the balcony. Mm.
3: Um,
6: and yeah, cause probably, yeah.
3: Paris, huh? How was Paris? I've never been there. I know it was,
6: it was, you know, I was a kid. It was not a grand,
3: grand hotel, but it was probably fine. <laughs> hey, but it was, you were there though. <laughs> I never even stepped foot over there and, and a marina.
5: You know, I don't know. There wasn't really a crazy place. It's I, for I haven't experienced that yet. I still need to experience that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Okay, what is your go-to munchies after you get high? That is the problem. It doesn't matter.
6: The refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <Anything>. <laughs> that's that's a good answer. That's yes. the best answer that is I've the ever problem. heard.
6: Oh. That's why, like, I prefer the more sativa, which we don't say sativa, but sativa style.
3: Best for me. answer ever on the show. She's right? a right. refrigerator. What about you, Marina? As, I'm
5: gonna I, yeah, have to say it all. I'm, I know. I'm just gonna have to agree. <laughs> yeah, Right?
3: I'd love it because I
6: know we lived together for a while, so it was uh, with her, with the family, and the
3: same. We were all yeah that's we would show fantastic refrigerator. That's you can share a refrigerator <laughs> yeah why not question number five of the high five if you could smoke cannabis with anyone dead or alive who would it be and why i'd smoke it with my
4: brother again yes um, what was his name mark Leveroni. mark did he passed you said again he did yeah how long ago uh 11 years oh wow he didn't, did he yeah. pass randomly of anything cancer or anything like related? No, to cancer?
6: it was it was it was r- not really random. I mean, yeah, it was quick. So, but oh. yeah, Sorry. my mom just died and my father died when he was my, uh, like thirty years ago. So, are
4: you a full on orphan?
6: Kind of, but I have I'm surrounded not really because I'm surrounded by well, you have the, the family,
4: yeah. I, I'm gonna an my orphan family, yeah, gallery. That's why I asked that because I, 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 I'm i part of the orphan. Yeah. If I have nowhere to go, I'm gonna sleep in Blue's trailer with this guy named Jorge, ah. that's already in there. So. <laughs> or you guys can <laughs> always a, come a, here nice. and
6: there'll be food. I can promise that. It's a you know, uh, I'll, tell you what, the, kitchen. I'll tell you, I'll tell you
3: what, if I look in the back in those woods back there, it looks like you are in the jungle. It looks amazing back there, just yeah, it's, it's sweet. I mean, it looks absolutely beautiful. Beautiful outside your house, so uh, I, I feel yeah. like you're in the in the in the beautiful part of town. And and you, uh, Marina.
5: I would have to say somebody like Gautama Buddha, you yeah. know, founder of Buddhism.
3: Yes. Wow, the founder of Buddhism. I
4: love that. That's a deep one.
3: Well, are, are you yeah. into
4: Buddhism? Um,
5: no. Well, yes and no. I I was born and raised catholic but you know once you start educating yourself you know that it's a big world out there and you know unfortunately what the what the catholic church teaches us is not the only way so you kind of end up finding out you know what works and what doesn't work for you and you know that there's other higher entities or whoever you think there is another higher entity and you, it's just a big world out there. And I just think that I could probably be even more enlightened if I were to smoke with that, with that one higher entity. <laughs> yeah. Funny, Maria, yes, right. you
4: just, you're taking me back to the childhood as well as thinking of that. And now I've been to the mosque, the temple, Buddhist temples. I mean,
5: awesome. I've
4: prayed in, in the more random places because I too was raised in a very Catholicism way of, you know, Catholic church, yeah. the saints yeah. of this and that, the St. Jude for this one, the Holy Mary for that one. And then I just sort of feel like I think there's just so much more. I mean, I mm-hmm. personally do choose to claim Jesus Christ, but I love all the other religions myself. Absolutely.
6: I Don't do give, really up, that.
4: Don't give yes. up the candles, Joe. Don't give up all those candles. They're beautiful. Right, Exactly. <laughs> the candle. And I love case. them too, though. Just in case, right? You never yeah, know. I Light them all, do it all. You, you know, like one of those things like that is like. Reverence. I mean, do I think the candle saves anything or like? But I like it. And I think it's spiritual and beautiful and ritual. maybe. I mean, it's a I, ritual. Know. I do yeah.
5: love. Our, I do love the 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 relig- The just the rituals that Catholics, you know, every, everybody has it. Their, well, their I don't goodness. like
4: the knee thing and the up thing and the sit down thing in church. Well, I want yeah,
5: to sit down I and mean, that's it. Yeah. I, I understand.
4: Well, you know, <laughs> you
3: know, the fun, the thing is, is, is I think that, you know, you, you nailed it Marina for, for me, you know, is, is mm-hmm. when you said, you know, it's a big world. And, and cause yeah. I've always looked at it like, you know, your God is my God, whether it's Jehovah Buddha, Christ uh, it's all the same yeah. to me. Um, because if my God is everything, then your God is everything. And, and, and I'm, I'm okay with that. So, you know, I don't look at it like, um, you know, one thing for me, I look at it as, you know, I, I personally am a non-denominational Christian. Right. But, but as I look at the world and I go, gosh, you know, do I believe in Buddha or Jehovah or, or even uh, Joseph Smith, you know, whatever. I, I I look at all these different things and go, they're all the same to me, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, one of our, our guys has got something to say. He's. I feel whatever makes you a better person,
4: then that's what you should follow. You feel me? If you feel like this person makes you a better person, then do it, you know, and to each his own. Yeah,
3: Yeah, 100%. Yeah, Yeah. well, ladies, ladies. Who's that? That's Pitt. That's Pitt. Pitt. Come show yourself, Pitt. That's uh, Pitt. Pitt. His
6: name is
4: Jason. Jason Williams. Jason Williams. very well said. Hey, you. Yeah, that's Jason. Hi,
6: thank you. Because that's it, right? I mean, that's. We're
3: just, that's that what we're here doing, person. right?
6: Just trying yeah. to be better people, yeah. trying to, we're going to get ready for death. So like, it's all a, it's all school.
3: It's a process. Yeah. She said school. Uh, I,
6: well, yeah, like, I, I get that. I, I, thanks. Valerie, nice you.
3: Valerie, Marina, is there anything that we forgot that you guys <laughs> want to get out there to our listeners, to, to any of your new fans? I mean, cause I'm sure uh, just, a lot of our listeners are going to love you guys.
6: Help out, just help somebody you got enough we all have enough just to share at least a little
3: wow wow well, i so love you guys, guys you know, you're keep...
5: so
4: sweet you're so good thank you it's
3: thank just, you guys
5: it's my heart wings good.
4: valerie thank and you know you're just you're sharing them out there you're giving them out there and i see the wings that you're doing and i also see the wings that you guys are just sharing with everybody and bringing hope to everybody I love it. I find it to be uh, amazing. I find that everything you guys are doing is amazing. So thank you guys, and, and God bless you, and anything we can do to, to keep
6: working
5: bless with you heart. guys
4: and moving with you, love you. Thank know. you.
5: Thank you. Bless thank your him. hearts, you
6: guys. Bye, Blue. Bye, Joe. For now. Well, there we'll it is. We'll
3: catch up. Well, there it is, guys. It's Cannabis Talk 101, and remember this. If no one else loves you, we do. And Marina does.
2: Love you. Thank you for listening to Cannabis Talk 101 on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at TrinitySchool.org. That's TrinitySchool.org.
2: So, should we go electric?
7: I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified?
2: Electrified?